Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, bouncing out of recession, the economy makes a big comeback. World first, the UK approves a COVID vaccine with jabs to be given within days. When will it be available in Australia? Freedom Day, New South Wales announces a major relaxation of rules. What will change from Monday? And Australian Open confirmed our Grand Slam locked in with a new start date for 2021. This is 7 News. Jody Spears. Good morning. Australia is officially out of its COVID recession. The economy grew 3.3% in the September quarter, with the rebound due to lockdowns lifting across the country. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. They're encouraging figures. They certainly are, Jody. The economy recorded its strongest quarter of growth in almost 50 years, but that was off a very low base. The bounce back coming after a 7% slump in the three months to June, which is the worst fall on record. The Treasurer says the recovery was led by a strong increase in household consumption, with spending in hotels and cafes, transport and clothing all up strongly. Spending on cigarettes and alcohol was down, but household savings increased by 19%. Jobs, or the lack of them is still a major problem, though, with one million Australians out of work. Australia's recession may be over, but Australia's economic recovery is not. There is a lot of ground to make up, and many Australian households and many Australian businesses are doing it tough. And, Rob, the war of words between China and Australia has escalated. It has, Jody. Scott Morrison's appeal, direct appeal to millions of Chinese people via the social messaging platform WeChat has been blocked. Uh, the PM took to the app to criticise a tweet by a Beijing bureaucrat showing a computer-generated image of an Australian soldier with a knife to the throat of an Afghan child. But the PM's post has been deleted, WeChat saying it violates the company's rules and involves the use of inciting or misleading content. Jody. OK, Rob, thank you. The New South Wales government has announced the biggest windback of COVID rules so far, just in time for Christmas. Monday will be Freedom Day, the state returning to near normal, with authorities now confident the virus is likely eliminated. We enter 2021 with that extra bit of hope and optimism uh, than we did in 2020. And I just, again, want to thank everybody in New South Wales for, for putting in the effort. 
The one person per four square metre rule will be replaced with a two square metre rule for all venues excluding gyms and nightclubs. Gatherings in outdoor areas will be increased to 100. Stadiums can operate at full capacity and 50 people will be allowed onto dance floors. But residents are being urged not to be complacent. A public health alert has been issued for Sydney's northwest after COVID traces were detected in sewage at the Riverston treatment plant. People living and working in that area should get tested. More easing of restrictions are also on the way for Victoria. Premier Daniel Andrews will unveil his plans for a COVID Christmas this Sunday. It's expected he'll announce changes for the hospitality industry and incentives for workers to return to Melbourne CBD. There could also be a change in rules regarding face masks. The UK has become the first country in the world to approve the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine for widespread use. Let's go live now to Europe correspondent Sarah Greenolch in London. Good morning, Sarah. Immunisations could begin within days. Good morning, Jody. That is certainly the plan. 800,000 doses of the Pfizer vaccine made in Belgium should arrive here in the UK by Monday. There is a priority list. Uh, anyone aged over 80, aged care residents and healthcare workers will be first in line. They need to receive two jabs 21 days apart and the hope is that all of the most vulnerable people here in the UK could be immunised by April. The Prime Minister Boris Johnson spoke about this a short time ago. The UK was the first country in the world to pre-order supplies of this Pfizer vaccine, securing 40 million doses. Through our winter plan, the NHS has been preparing for the biggest programme of mass vaccination in the history of the UK, and that's going to begin next week. So it is certainly great news and came on a day when the nation's second lockdown was lifted, but there are some major logistical challenges. This particular vaccine needs to be stored uh, at minus 70 degrees Celsius, and currently the only places uh, capable of doing that here in the UK are major hospitals. The batches come in vials of 975 doses, and they can't afford for that to be split up or wasted. The other thing is trying to convince people that it is safe uh, for them to use. A snap poll shows that that one in five Britons currently aren't confident in this vaccine. The UK's health secretary has even volunteered to have the jab live on TV to prove that it is safe. Australia hopes to have the Pfizer vaccine approved by January and hopes to receive doses, Jody, by March. OK, we'll be watching your example. Thanks, Sarah. A Melbourne house fire which claimed the lives of a couple and their baby is being treated as suspicious. The family was asleep upstairs in their Point Cook townhouse when it went up in flames. Neighbours tried desperately to reach them. People were yelling out, um, there's someone in there, there's somebody still in there. Basically from floor to ceiling there was fire. Probably took two, three steps the hallway and that was it. I, I, I couldn't go any further. Investigators believe an accelerant may have been used. An Adelaide prison escapee has been arrested overnight after being on the run for nearly 36 hours. Jason Burden allegedly rammed a police car in a stolen vehicle while trying to avoid being taken into custody at Eden Hills. The 33-year-old fled the Adelaide Remand Centre on Tuesday using clothes as rope before calmly walking away. Charges are expected to be laid later this morning. 
As the economy picks up and borders reopen, Aussie travellers could now enjoy an airline price war. Regional airline Rex plans a Sydney-Melbourne service next year with fares already on sale for just $79. But the big players aren't standing by, slashing prices to match or even beat Rex. The little airline from the bush spreading its wings. Regional carrier Rex taking on the big boys. You have to be very brave to be in the airline industry in Australia to start with. From next March, Rex will fly between capital cities, starting with one of the world's busiest routes, Sydney-Melbourne. No, they're great. Their, their service is really good, so I'm, I'm happy for that. A bit of competition, drive the prices down and all that, hopefully. Rex will launch with a special $79 fare, filling the discount gap left by Tiger, but promising to be much more. Wi-Fi on board, they'll get in-flight entertainment, refreshments and food, they'll get uh, online check-in and they'll get lounges. And using Virgin's grounded 737s, starting with a fleet of six. By Easter, Rex will also be flying Brisbane, Sydney. A top quality service for a budget airline price. A challenge accepted. Qantas offering $115 Sydney to Brisbane next year and $125 to Melbourne. Jetstar is offering Melbourne from $68, Brisbane for $70, also on selected dates. Virgin Australia has Sydney to Melbourne and Brisbane from $99 and Perth $199. With some airline operators planning to enter new skies, others are tightening their belts, leaving workers asking questions. 2,000 Qantas ground crew jobs shifted to private contractors, one of them Chinese-owned. So all the profits that this new company says they're going to make, it's going to China. But Rex plans to employ 400 former Qantas and Virgin staff. Chris Marr, 7 News. After a day of record-breaking heat in Queensland, parts of the state have been battered by thunderstorms. There was torrential rain, lightning, hail and strong wind in the Darling Downs and Granite Belt. Wind gusts of 144 kilometres an hour were recorded at Dolby, forcing one family to chain their trampoline to a tree. The storms rolled in following soaring temperatures yesterday. It was 41.9 in Dolby, 40.8 in Warwick and 37.5 in Apple. Thorpe, making yesterday their hottest December day. The wild weather isn't over yet though with a severe storm warning still in place. NRL star Jack DeBellin will have to return to court next April after the jury in his rape trial was unable to reach a verdict. The 29-year-old and co-accused Callum Sinclair will face five charges each of aggravated sexual assault. The case will be tried in Sydney after no date could be found in Wollongong before next August. Both men deny the allegations. The trial date means DeBellin will miss at least half of next year's NRL season. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Dumped Sydney Swans player Elijah Taylor has escaped jail for assaulting his girlfriend in a Perth hotel room. The court heard he lost his self-control after she woke him up by hitting him. He then punched her and hit her with his belt. The 19-year-old pleaded guilty to aggravated assault and was fined $5,000. The Australian Open tennis will go ahead next year after an agreement was made on players' quarantine requirements. After weeks of talks, officials have confirmed the tournament will start on February 8. Players will begin arriving from January 15 and go into a two-week quarantine where they'll be able to train as long as they test negative for COVID when they touch down in Melbourne. Two drivers have slugged it out in a dramatic case of road rage in Adelaide. The men had leapt from their cars at a set of traffic lights in front of oncoming traffic. Other drivers were forced to stop as the pair threw punches at each other. Witnesses say the dispute began when one driver started recording the other with his phone. Shocking images of a car smashing through a fence and going into a home have been captured by security cameras in Brisbane. It happened on the weekend, the car first collecting a water tank on a neighbouring property. It's thought the driver panicked, pressing down on the accelerator instead of the brake while the car was in reverse. In some good news for new mums, it turns out so-called baby brain might not be such a bad thing. Researchers say the hormonal effects on the brain can really help later in life. Josephine Lowton is 83 years old and she's still as sharp as ever. I do lots of crosswords and puzzles and the like. I don't feel old, I just puff when I walk upstairs. A new study suggests her experience as a mum of two and grandmother of three may have something to do with it. It's a hard learning curve for you to manage and to rear two young boys. While new mums may suffer from cases of baby brain, the study of mothers aged in their 70s and 80s found the condition doesn't impact long-term cognitive function. We can think of it sort of as a brain training, that we're keeping you on your toes, you know, juggling more and more things, and that that's actually contributing to a, a healthier and more resilient brain in late life. There's even better news for mothers of more than one. So the more children you have, the, the younger looking the brain function in late life. Up until now, there'd only been studies done on how a woman's brain functions one to two years after giving birth. So this new research is a world first. It's really important that we know what this life stage means for our brains long term and what it means for our ageing trajectory. Estelle Greypink, 7 News. Seniors are being warned about a dodgy discount scheme. The Senior Advantage website promises to save members money with access to special deals, but there's a hefty joining fee. An investigation by consumer group Choice found the discounts on offer were publicly available, including supermarket half-price specials. The website appears to be operating out of Lithuania. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is down slightly this morning, the Nasdaq is as well. In London, the FTSE closed higher, but Germany's DAX lost ground. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher, Hong Kong's Hang Seng lost 35 points, the All Lords lost one point, while the ASX 200 gained two. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,829 US dollars an ounce, oil is 46 US dollars a barrel, the Aussie dollar is buying 74 US cents, 77 Japanese yen, and $1.05. New Zealand.
In breaking news now, two people have died in a helicopter crash in the New South Wales Southern Highlands. The aircraft had last been seen flying east of Maroolan at around 7pm last night. A major search was launched when the pilot couldn't be contacted. The crash site has now been discovered in bushland near Talong. Residents of the German city of Trier have laid flowers and lit candles in tribute to those killed by a drunk driver. Five people died, including a baby, when a 51-year-old man drove his speeding car into a pedestrian zone full of Christmas shoppers. The driver travelled for a kilometre, sending people flying into the air before being stopped by police. German prosecutors say the driver did it deliberately. China's lunar module has begun to retrieve soil and rock samples from the moon's surface after touching down yesterday. The unmanned mission will attempt to collect around two kilograms of material from a previously unvisited area of the moon. Donald Trump is reportedly considering pardoning his family in his final weeks as president. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Ash. Which family members are up for a pardon? Yeah, these are conversations happening behind the scenes, Jody. The president reportedly considering a preemptive pardon for himself and his three eldest children, Ivanka Trump, Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr. The problem is it would only offer protection from a federal lawsuit and we do know that there are investigations underway in New York into the Trump family business. These conversations reportedly happening with Rudy Giuliani, the president's uh, personal attorney. He has been a vocal supporter as Donald Trump challenges the election result uh, as recently as last night at a Christmas party here at the White House, declaring himself the winner. It's certainly an unusual year. We won an election, but they don't like that. And a lot of things happen. I vote in a rigged election, and I hope as well. Yeah. 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 And other people like to hear it, and that's what it was. We won the election. The president in that same address hinting at a run in 2024. We know that Donald Trump is heading to Georgia uh, to hold a Trump rally on Saturday to support two Republican senators. In other words, he won't be going quietly between now and January, Jody. Doesn't sound like it. Okay, thanks, Ash. Next year's Australian Open has finally been locked in after organisers and the Victorian government reached an agreement on players' quarantine requirements. After weeks of talks, officials have confirmed the tournament will start on February 8. Players will begin arriving from January 15 and go into a two-week quarantine where they will be able to train as long as they test negative for COVID when they touch down in Melbourne. A magical knock from Glenn Maxwell couldn't stop India from preventing an Australian one-day a clean sweep. Highly touted all-rounder Cameron Green got his first one-day cap but couldn't make an impact with the ball as India reached 302. Aussie captain Aaron Finch hit his third score over 60 in a row with 75, while Green showed promise in a cameo innings of 21. But Maxwell stole the headlines. Maxwell smashed 59 off only 38 deliveries, but when his innings ended, Australia's hopes did as well as they fell 13 runs short. That was probably a key moment of the game, which, um, which I probably stuffed up. I feel like I probably should have iced that game from there. The first T20 is in Canberra tomorrow.
Will Pekovsky and Joe Burns have flown into Sydney as they prepare for a summer in hub life. Pekovsky's first stop, a camp ahead of the Australia A Tour matches against India A, which begin on Sunday. David Warner's groin injury has all but guaranteed the Victorian Will partner Burns in the opening test in Adelaide. A Gold Coast woman has drawn widespread praise for spreading some Christmas cheer with an incredibly generous gesture. The Secret Santa paid off every lay-by in a burly toy store, spending $16,000 to clear the debt. I was like, what? <laughs> I was in absolute shock. Good heavens, that's wonderful. What a fabulous thing to do at Christmas time. Oh, really? Wow, that gives me goosebumps. <laughs> a heartwarming act revealing the true spirit of Christmas. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough is generating storms over northeastern New South Wales and southern Queensland. Unstable tropical air is triggering thundery showers across the Northern Territory, Northern WA and Northern Queensland. As we reported earlier, a severe storm warning is in place for the central highlands and coalfields regions. Around the capitals today, clearing showers in Brisbane, a top of 29 degrees, Sydney 24 and cloudy, Canberra mostly sunny and 26, Melbourne sunny and 23, Hobart 19 and cloudy, Adelaide 27 and sunny, Perth also sunny with a top of 29 and a possible thunderstorm 35 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday the 3rd of December.